We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Two hours to talk sports on the fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, checking in off of Monday Night Football. How many drops? I think it was five drops, but it felt like 25. Mahomes needs an actual, like, they should have traded for a receiver. Not not McColl Hardman, who, McColl Hardman, did he even enter the game? Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, that's terrible, bro. You got to make that play. That's the game winner. It touched both your hands. You fell flat on your face. And then you had that weak swing of your helmet against the wall on the way out. You weren't really mad. You're like, whatever. I'm going home to my dogs. <laughs> Remember two weeks ago, he was talking about how oh, he, he hates the fact that they got to play in Germany because he's got to find someone to watch his dogs. You're a millionaire football player, bro. Like, good. Get it together. Anyway, 877. 877- 337-6666, you're supposed to call, I'm supposed to answer your calls, and then you say something, and, uh, you know, I respond, and we'll get there, we'll get there. Josh, in Passaic, on the fan, what's up? Good, Keith, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man, had a good weekend, I just was like, I just said the pattern, I'm like, football sucks, I'm tired of Eagles, and like, my bets just, you know, the 1 p.m. games, the 1 p.m. slate of games, I got scraped on, it was like nobody wanted to cover, you can't call this stuff. I guess that's what they want. Parody. Uh they they want different teams to be able to beat the, you know, favorite or whatever. I don't know. Nine and one Eagles. They were nine and one last year. They were undefeated, I think, at this point last year. I can't live in this world where the Eagles are supposedly this good. They don't even play that good of games. They just find ways to win. So that's where I'm at. Where are you at? Well what I'm thinking about this game is that both these offenses are just like a little black. Like I know the Eagles on the last time they woke up. With Devon, they switched down the field. But, like, you have them calling, like, screens, like, every other play. Little flip-outs, little passes. Like, maybe they get, like, A.J. Brown a little more involved, too. And on the Chiefs side, like, I, I miss those days where it was entertaining to watch this offense. Because now watching this offense is just also, like, blah. I mean, Mahomes can't do it on his own. He's got to run the ball. He's got to evade the rush. He's hitting guys, and they're dropping the ball. They're not moving the chains. They're not. There's nobody, like, making explosive plays. Uh, it sucks. I don't know. Travis Kelsey is clearly hurt. Hobbled, and his mind is elsewhere. His mind is in, in Taylor Swift land. And uh, the the Chiefs had that game in the first half, and they didn't score a single point in the second half. The Eagles pretty much walked to victory. It wasn't that hard. I mean, you have to think they have to go and get a guy like T. Higgins next year because that's like the real one thing they're missing. They finally, finally have a good defense. They just can't capitalize on that. That's just the way it goes, I guess. That's just the way it goes. 
And also with the Giants, I, and I was so upset that they won. I don't need to see Tommy DeVito go out and win it and throw more <laughs> touchdowns in one game than Zach Wilson throws TD? the whole year. Three TDs, Tommy DeVito. Hey, Tommy, my my guy Tommy from Cedar Grove. I told you he could throw the ball. As like, I was, I see games right there, up, up two scores, and like ran the score, get the ball back, start going back down the field, and I'm like chanting, tank, tank, tank. And that pick six, I'm like, no, there's no point of this. You don't need to show us your third-string quarterback can win you a game. And all of a sudden now the defense looks like it's like the Browns or the Ravens. World beaters turning the ball over. Dominant. You know what it is, though? It's also like Sam Howe loves to turn the ball over. And the commanders are not good. They're not a good operation. They're going to fire. They're probably going to fire Ron Rivera. Um, I don't know if they'll elevate Eric Bieniemy. They're going to get a new name. There's going to be a lot of changes over there with, uh, you know, the new owners and whatnot. That's 67% of our wins just for that team. And listen, the Jets. And the Bills figured out that it wasn't such a hard code to crack. You stack the box, right? You saw that Brees Hawk better pick up anything. You double Garrett Wilson. What do you want What do you want Zach Wilson to do? They cracked the code. There's nothing else for him to do because it's like they have any good number two receiver. Yeah, no. I mean, they've been doing that all year. They've gotten so lucky at times with a Brees Hall run or screen or being able to, you know, get a couple plays here and there. But, man, they the Bills were ready, and they had nothing for them. And it's just another reminder that, like, the, the Jets could have avoided all of this, but they kept telling you Zach gives us the best chance to win, and they kept trying it and trying it. And now it's finally over. It's done. Hey, I don't even know what to say. It's real time I Jets jump. I'll let the Jets fans see that for themselves. And now that we see both, pretty much both the NFL teams are, like, done, this is where you always have, like, something kind of roll in. Right? You had football season roll in when the baseball seasons were over. And now you got MLB free agents. Yeah, I mean, curious to see. Think where things change like the seasons, and that's the great part of being a sports fan, just being able to roll into the next season. That's what I've done since I was five years old. We're on to the next kid. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Josh. It's just like I, I get over it, you know. I'm a Dallas fan, and I don't believe in them. I don't believe in them. I don't think that they're beating the Eagles. I don't think that they're – maybe they beat the Eagles at home, but – you know, ultimately, I don't think they beat them when it matters. I don't think that they make a run through the playoffs. I think we're going to see we could we could easily see Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl again. You know, we'll talk. We'll talk. Well, why don't we talk about it now? They flashed the AFC playoff picture at the end of this game, and I was like, ooh, intriguing. Especially after Sunday Night Football with the Broncos getting a win. That was another uh, bracket buster, parlay buster. I I had the Vikings. But now the Broncos at 5-5 five and five are in the conversation. And when you look at the head coach-quarterback combo, that's something that I look at for success. That's something I look at. Like, you're not going to just stumble into the playoffs, into the Super Bowl, and win without a good tandem of a head coach and a quarterback, a leader on and off the field. So, you know, the Broncos, the Bengals, the Colts, and the Bills are all in the mix. The Bills are 6-5. and five, The rest are 5-5. Five and five. But when you're looking at these guys, right, the Bills now, after that win, they got the battery in their back. They got a new offensive coordinator, and they realize, hey, we have Josh Allen. Some of these other teams have Gardner Minshew and Jake Browning and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. We're supposed to beat these teams. We're supposed to be in the mix. We have to make a run to the Super Bowl this year. They very well could. Um, And then the wild card right now, you're looking at, Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR and the Browns at seven and three. That defense is incredible. That defense is so good. Uh, they just got to score about 20 points on offense and, and they'll get wins. CJ Stroud and the Texans are six and four. 
They had a little bit of a scare, but all in all, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, rookies playing on both sides of the ball. The Texans have life. They they might be a playoff team. The Steelers, my guy Kenny Pickett is struggling, man. It's hard to watch. I blame Matt Canada some. I blame his injury some. I blame the play calling some, the offensive line some. But still, the Steelers are 6-4. and four. They're in the wild card right now. If the season ended today, they're right there. And then when you look at the division leaders, the Ravens are 8-3. and three. They could be undefeated. They have three stupid losses. They're at the top of the North. The Chiefs just lost at 7-3, and three, but they're going to win the West. The Jaguars bounce back. Trevor Lawrence, I wish I even thought to bet him to have a two-touchdown day rushing. You, you don't do these things until afterwards you think about them. The Jaguars are seven and three. They got a much needed win. The Dolphins are seven and three. Uh, you know they're gonna most likely win the East. If you know, I don't know what their record is with the Bills. I think the Bills smacked them. Yeah, the Bills smacked them after they scored seventy. So I can't say that they're gonna win the East. But right now they're up there and they come to East Rutherford on Friday to face Timmy Boyle. Good. I'm glad Tim Boyle gets a not a fresh week, a short couple days, a half week to practice to game plan. You know, there's not much that they can do, right? You know, they're probably going to have one good practice. He'll get one good practice with reps with the first team. And then Friday, you're out there at 3 o'clock, and the home crowd is there. And, you know, it's a holiday. You Jets fans, go out there, enjoy the tailgate. Enjoy your family, your friends, each other. Don't even trip off of Timmy Boyle and Rob Sala. Rob Sala, I'm sorry. You know, when BT was calling for his job last week, I'm just like, he's just not the guy, and we all know that, but he's going to be the guy next year because he hasn't had a quarterback. But, man, he's not the guy. Like, watching just little things from the game last night and the and the post game, and even the media availability all season leading up to this, backing Zach Wilson, then pleading the fifth, then your team's having a players-only meeting, they're starting to revolt. It's, it's too late. You couldn't sl- stop the bleeding, but... Yeah, let's get back to the phones. We're still on Monday Night Football as I'm watching Jalen Hurts sign autographs and kiss babies. Jalen Hurts, they they said something like, this guy's, uh, I think, got like 11 straight wins against winning teams. He's a winning player. He's a winning player. He, he finds a way to win. Mikey's in Queens on the fan. What's up, Mikey? What's up, big bro? Oh, man, I'm still crying over this loss tonight with the Chiefs, man. Didn't have to this be was this pay. way. It did not have to be this way, dude. It did not have to be this way. This was uh, the beginning for us, Cowboy fans. Uh, what was supposed to happen was the Chiefs were supposed to win, right? And Philly was supposed to at least lose two out of the next three games, you know, hopefully. like Niners. The Bills and the Niners. Yeah, exactly. I think the they'll Niners. find a way to beat the Bills, but I don't think they're beating the Niners yeah. because similar to how they just got revenge in the rematch, the 49ers are waiting for their revenge of the NFC Championship rematch. Exactly. Well, I hope that's still going to happen. But we were supposed to meet them December 10th in Jerry World where we don't lose for the – first place in the division, which it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But, I mean, what a game tonight, man. The Chiefs just, like, shot themselves in the foot, like, dropping passes left and right. Uh, like, I, when the game started, we, it looked so promising for them. And then second quarter, I mean, second half, 
I mean, I saw that stat. It came up. What are you, What was it like? Three, three um, consecutive like, games they haven't scored in the second 53 half. Fifty-three points. Yeah, like fifty-three points in in the past. They like, go quiet in the second half. I think it's like you know what I think yeah. it is. They they expect Mahomes to be a hero. I mean, and he was, but he can't catch his own passes. Guy's got to catch the ball yep. for him. Exactly, exactly. Yo, that's crazy, man. All right, I don't want to touch stay too much on on the Monday Night Football game. I got a couple of things I want to say in terms of the Jet game. I guess Aaron Rodgers finally picked, finally had enough, and he picked up the phone <laughs> and made the call, man. Right? No, he, nah, he didn't even he pull must- up. He's like, I have no interest in going to Buffalo. I'm going to stay in Cali uh, after the Vegas yeah, game. I'm going to slide to Cali. Yeah, y'all handle that. I'll see you in New York after Thanksgiving, after the holiday. I'll see y'all in New York. Yeah, he must have made the call and said, yo, yoke, yoke up Zach Wilson, take him out, enough is enough. Nah, he, enough he made that enough. call. He made that call the in the players-only meeting. Uh, if he was even in that meeting, he made that call like, yo, if this dude struggles, go to Timmy Boyle. But you know what I didn't think was right? They went to Timmy Boyle at twenty nine six. The game was already out of hand. Like, all right, now let's pull Zach, and we, we're we're clearly not coming back to win with Timmy Boyle. That's why I say I'm I'm excited for him to at least get a you know get some play, get some play, get a start, and get a couple days of practice. Um, he's not yeah. gonna have a full week because it's a Friday game, but like let him let him at least like you know get a chance to get first team reps. Get right. a scouting yeah, report, yeah, exactly. get acclimated. Instead of just popping into the game, um, you're you're already down twenty three points. Yep, I feel you. I feel you. And now, in, in terms of the giant game, I mean, Devito, 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 the pride of Don Bosco. You think his mother could make chicken cutlets any thinner? Seriously, <laughs> this kid. God, oh my God, scoring those touchdowns. I mean, that was some Three touchdowns, stuff. you know. The the narrative was floating out there like, hey, is this kid better than Daniel Jones? <laughs> I think so, man. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not a Daniel. I don't like Daniel Jones, though. I think a lot of people are better than Daniel Jones. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to touch on is Deron Bland. What a Dog. Yeah, good what for him. Dog, son. They're talking about him good as defensive me. player of the year. He he was he was playing like nickel corner and slotted as the backup. Now you're looking I at him know. next year when Diggs comes back. It's him and Diggs. Oh my god! Four pick Yo. sixes, four interceptions returned for touchdowns. He's got more touchdowns than a lot of receivers in the NFL. Receivers, I know. I I think he's got more touchdowns than than Devontae Adams, or or I think I think. As much as Devontae Adams right now, and and a lot of us, I think Jalen Waddle, um, a couple, like a couple of number one receivers. Garrett Wilson. In the NFL. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but he's a dog, dude. Like, and not not only that, but his defensive passer rating is like number one or two in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, clamps. Like you don't if, you if don't want to throw his not, way. It's kind of crazy. They because- don't want to throw. Diggs started off the season pretty good, but I don't think there's any way to say Diggs would have played better than this guy. This guy, he's playing you out know of his what? mind. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like, yo, he's playing off his rocker right now. And honestly, if he didn't have a star on his helmet, I honestly think there'd be a very big conversation for him as DPOY. Yeah. Because, and like, if he had a, and if he had a bigger it. name. Gilly, Gilly, Gilly got it in 19. 
and he wasn't playing. I don't think he played as good as Bland is playing right now. Like this guy is playing insane. Yeah, but he had it's the crazy. he had the name, and I think he had the right team. Thanks for the call, Mikey. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Yeah, who's winning Defensive Player of the Year? Who's winning MVP? I think we already know the Rookie of the Year offensively, maybe even defensively. I think you might have been watching him tonight. Let's go to Will in Secaucus on the fan. Hey, what's going on, man? What's uh, up, dude? Just so curious, like, what is this, like, what is this move by the Jets? Like, what are they thinking here? Like, is this, like, really, like, the move to put Tim Boyle out there just to get stomped no, on by man, the No, man, they're like, defeated, man. They're done. They're at the end. Is this just, like, a thing to get, like, the Zach, like, back Zach? Like, do they just want to get people back on Zach so Tim no, Boyle gets down? No, they just, I mean, they, they've run out, they know that. Why do they? They've run out of options. Why do they think every decision they make is the right decision? And what's the roadmap? What's the roadmap? No, there is no roadmap. This this whole thing was a house of cards, and it crumbled four plays in. And they should have done the right thing and actually signed somebody off the street that could have come in here and made an impact. But they wanted to tell all of us Zach Wilson was ready and that he gives us the best chance to win and that they believe in him and all this other nonsense. And there's too many games where he turned the ball over, where he left plays out there. And when you do that week after week after week after week, it's week 12 now, man. There's no, there's just nothing. I feel bad kind of for Timmy Boyle because, like, I don't know what I don't know what people are expecting out of him. Um, he uh, he, I think he can play better than Zach Wilson at times, but he's not a, a more gifted athlete. He's he was not the plan was never for him to take a snap this year. Yeah, I mean, this guy Boyle threw 12 touchdowns in college and 26 interceptions, I think, in his whole career. So I just don't see how he's even in the NFL. And now we got him on the field. For the they've Dolphins. defaulted Makes into no this, man. They've they've completely no defaulted into this. Yeah, it sucks. One, it sucks. It's 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 disappointing. But shame on Joe Douglas. Shame on Rob Sala. Shame on you, Woody Johnson. You didn't even take out insurance physically for. Uh, Aaron Rodgers injury, and you also didn't take out exactly. insurance on the roster in case a four-year-old quarterback got hurt. All these quarterbacks get hurt. A, a rookie, a rookie monster, and, and Anthony Richardson gets hurt, and they have an insurance policy in Gardner Minshew right there. Man, you're exactly right. It's crazy, bro. More. It's crazy. I, I look at the Jets like shame, shame. All the hype, all the ticket sales. Uh, you, you, you had the hard knocks. You had all this stuff going on, and, and you you made one mistake, and that was the one, quote-unquote, like, not quote-unquote, pun intended, Achilles heel. The you know, story of Achilles. The Achilles heel was that Aaron Rodgers could tear his Achilles heel, and you, you don't have a quarterback, and you're back to Zach Wilson, and you blow two seasons the same exact way with this kid under center. You can't make it up. It's incredible. All right, well, that's all I got for you. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Appreciate Will. You. I mean, damn. When you actually think about, like, the 30 for 30 is going to be great. Jets fans can look forward to that in 10 years. When they talk about what really went on on one Jets drive these last two seasons. I know there's got to be some of these teammates of Zach Wilson's that, like, maybe he's a nice kid, but they can't stand him. I was looking at Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco talking about Zach Wilson today. And they never speak on Zach Wilson. They have their little, like, podcast that they do. And they were talking about how Zach Wilson was getting this type of quarterback privilege where he just kept getting opportunities, kept getting put in. 
And they just started listing every position. If you had a tackle that was blowing his assignments, would he keep starting? If you had a wide receiver that was dropped, dropping passes, would he keep starting? I'm like, I've, I've had shows where I literally said that. If you have a guy that's not doing his job, one of 11 on either side of the ball, you would not keep rolling him out there. You would not keep publicly backing him. This is insanity. And now hopefully it's over. We we honestly should not see Zach Wilson take another snap in a, in a Jets uniform. Like, all jokes aside, enough with the kid. Like, let this kid, cut this kid, let this kid get away. Let this kid potentially sign somewhere else. He's made a good amount of money, but man, he, he might have to deal with the label of being the biggest bust in NFL history. I know Ryan Leaf is somewhere like, nah, I, nah, I play better than that. Don't, don't mention me. The Jets are complicit. They 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 set all this up. Jarvis up in Harlem about to tell you something about the Jets. Yo, what's up, Keith? What's up? What's up? Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Jets and this decisions like starting Tim Balls and you know start Friday and Black Friday, which is to be the first time that uh, NFL they saw Black Friday. Embarrassing! Embarrassing! Yeah, they, Everybody's yeah, going to be yeah. watching. There's no other game on. Yeah, yeah, but Tim Boyle's going to be like, it's not going to make a whole lot of difference yet because, you know, the season's been over already. I mean, please, I think they're going, oh, they, you know, people, like, I listen to um, B, Brandon Tennis Salakar says, like, oh, the season's not over. They force <laughs> oh, they, Yeah, they're funny. They're stringing it out. So you say there's yeah, a chance. Yeah. Well, there ain't going to be a chance it's, it's, probably it's by funny, man. Friday at 4. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching that, but you know they're gonna be four and seven. But you know it's not gonna really matter. Yeah, it's like you know the season's over. They're gonna be missing the players for the thirteen straight season, the longest drought for the New York Jets, and you know, and then you know the Dolphins probably gonna blow them out, and then they gonna run away the division. You know, just you know, you know, yeah. and, and you know, we know it's inevitable. This is where it was heading. I mean, they fooled us. They beat the Broncos, beat the damn Eagles. Beat the Giants, and and all of those were fluky wins where there was a turnover return for a touchdown or letting a, letting Brees Hall score, you know, a team thinking that they were uh, going to win the game with injuries. And then the Giants game, you know, penalties and nonsense late in the game and a decision to handcuff a quarterback that now is out there uh, winning division games with three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. And then listening, to, you know, yeah, I'm watching. I mean, I'm searching for, um, you know, think that I'm listening. To like, well, Aaron Rodgers hopes soon he's gonna return practice December second. Like, come on, man! It's like, it's like what? For like, what? Like, for what? Aaron, stay in California, bro. Like, we'll we'll see. It, we'll like, see you in a couple months. Back. It's such yeah, nonsense. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna buy that, man. It's, it's over. It seems it's done. You know, it's just, it's over. You know, we're, it ain't gonna make a difference because you know. It's the schedule gets tougher. You got the Dolphins, you got home to the Falcons, and you got the Rays, and you got the Houston Texans, which is sixty four. Well, Nobody see that coming. So. At, at this point, the only thing left to do for the Jets fans is fin- finish the season with a better record than the Giants. Yeah, that's can all they, I gotta say, man. Have a good night, Keith. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. Like, can like, like seriously, can the Jets finish the season with a better record than the New York Giants if Tommy DeVito? is now getting a little bit of a rhythm, a little bit of reps, rapport, experience now. Let's let's do that before we, we break. That's a fun exercise. Who will finish 
with a better record. It's not Tankathon, you know. I really feel like the Giants had to win that game for the respect of their coaches because their coaches were starting to get dragged. Their coaches were starting to get questioned. Most drops this season, 26, 5 Monday. So the Chiefs, I knew Paul left, but I'm like, did I just hear that there were 26 drops in the game? Impossible. The Chiefs have had 26 drops this season. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, no one can overcome that. Guess who's in second place with 20? The Jets. As bad as Zach Wilson is, he's got a team with 20 drops as well. He definitely can't overcome that. And then I think Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, of course, they were in third with with 19. But let's do the exercise of, you know, looking at the schedule ahead for the Giants, looking at the schedule ahead for the Jets. Early on in the season, before the season starts, we all like to look at the schedule and say, that's a win, that's a loss, that's a win, that's a loss. I've listened to BT and Sal, and B- BT go through which games in his mind were wins for the Jets. And I'm like, no, why do you think the Chargers and Raiders games? Yeah, all right. So let's start with the Jets. <laughs> this season for the Jets, bro. You got Craig on Fox Sports 1 singing it's just the same old Jets. Good grief it was. Like, don't believe the hype. You got to think about the journey we've been on since, like, the end of last year till now. There's no way in my mind that they beat the Dolphins. I hope Timmy Boyle plays well. I'm going to have Tony Rassiope on the fan with me at 7 p.m. Um, not at 7 p.m., but I have a five-hour KM to AM, 7 p.m. to 12. Tony Rassiope is Tommy DeVito's quarterback coach and Tim Boyle's quarterback coach. He worked out with them in the summer before they could even actually dream of being in the position there and now as the starters for the Jets and the Giants. I hope Timmy Boyle plays well, but Jalen Ramsey is out there lurking. Nah, I don't know. So, <laughs> that's a loss. It's not a guarantee that Desmond Ritter, Bijan Robinson, Drake London, those guys come here and lay down. Of course, that's that's a good matchup for Sal. The Falcons versus Jets. Falcons are a dome team. They come out here December 3rd to play against the Jets. In the elements, maybe Timmy Boyle's second start, you can get one. The Texans, hell nah. C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz, Will Anderson, Derek Stingley Jr. Those guys are fighting to get in the playoffs. They can smell it. They're going to come and beat the Jets. It doesn't matter who's quarterback in the team. Then you got to go to Miami and face the Dolphins again. They have home field advantage there. They're going to win that game. The Commanders game is a toss-up. Because the Manders are trash, boy. But uh, I still think they beat the Jets. The Browns, I just was talking about the Browns' defense. The If you can't score against the, the Browns, will beat you 10-3 um, to 3 if they have to. And then the last game of the season, the Patriots, maybe for some pride, maybe to break Bill Belichick's streak, you get another win. So I see the Jets potentially getting one more win this season. To get them the five wins. That's crazy. The New York football giants, led by TD, Tommy DeVito, Chicken Cutlets. They can beat the Patriots coming up at home this Sunday. That'll put them at four wins. Why can't they beat the Packers? If they're if they're feeling some type of pride and some type of mojo and some type of energy, they have back-to-back home games in front of their home crowd against two subpar teams, 
I won't give them wins in both. I'll give them one win against the Patriots to get them to four. Get them to four. Let's say the Packers beat them. Then they go face the Saints in New Orleans. I don't think they're good enough to beat the Saints. And, you know, it's it's still a tank. It might not be a full-on sleeveless, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tank top. They're not beating the Eagles. I also don't think they're beating the Rams, and they're not beating the Eagles again. So I think... They got to they the Giants have to win three in a row and then they can finish with uh, five wins and then the Jets the, the Jets and Giants are gonna finish with with five wins. Tell me if you disagree. 877-337-6666. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. More of your calls and like ninety minutes less until this show is over. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, this is Tiki Barber. Nearly 1.5 million New York City residents, including one in three children, will experience hunger this year. Act now by supporting WFAN and Why Hunger's annual Hungerthon. Help us end hunger for good at hungerthon.org. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Uh, The Rangers lost, the Knicks lost, so we're not going there. I'm not giving it to an Eagle. So let's go back to the Giants game. TD, Tommy DeVito, 18 to 26, 69% passing completions or completion rating, uh, 246 passing yards, three TDs, 130. 37.7 37.7 passer rating, a 31-19 win in a sweep of the Commanders. I was reading a stat that said Tommy DeVito games with three passing TDs since 2021. Daniel Jones games with three passing TDs since 2020-0. The pride of Don Bosco Prep, North Jersey, Cedar Grove, a legend living the absolute dream Throwing the uh, Italian hand signal up in the air like we were doing when Joey Gallo, or no, I shouldn't say Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo came up to the plate in Yankee Stadium. You love to see it, man. A local guy gets his first win in the NFL. They can never take that away from you. Tommy DeVito, my Casamigos, big shot of the night. 877-337-6666. Plenty to do, plenty to talk about. I mean, it's Yamamoto time for real. I'm sure you guys are aware. I'm sure you guys saw all the stuff out there. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let's get it, man. Sure. Like, why not be all excited of the prospect of the Yankees signing him? And Mets fans should be pumped up about potentially signing the guy, too. He's a 25-year-old phenom. I was putting together just anything to make, uh, you know, a lean for the Yankees. And he wore number 18 in Japan. And I got some information today online. I said, okay, Yamamoto, the Yankee, that number is available, right? It's being retired in Queens, 
for uh, Daryl Strawberry coming up. But um, the last person to wear it for the Yankees was Andrew Benintendi. So that number is out there. And Hiroki Kuroda once wore it. And that's what stopped Masahiro Tanaka from wearing it. He took 19 because Hiroki Kuroda was in his final year with the Yankees wearing 18, which is known as the ace number in Japan. 1-8 is the ace number in the Japanese baseball world. So I don't know, man. We'll see Yamamoto coming out. Great. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully find out soon. I'll say this, like with Thanksgiving happening, I don't expect too much to happen because people are checking out holidays. People got to travel. Uh, you get Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. But next week, next week, as we go into December, I know the Yankees host their open house. I know the Yankees um, have open house, and they want people to renew. They want people to sign up for season tickets. The uh, Yankees shop, the store in the stadium is like 50% off. You want morale to be good. You want uh, fans to be excited. So you need something. Now, when I say something... I'm not talking about Yeri De Los Santos. So the Yankees agreed to a deal with Yeri De Los Santos. He's a right-handed pitcher from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Didn't do much for me. I, I already know what they're doing. You've seen this, right? Um, the hope is that we, we, we watch this guy come out and uh, instead of, I don't know, Albert Abreu. Um, it's one of those Cashman moves where hopefully this guy turns into the next Clay Holmes or Wandy Peralta or whatever. Um, Good, good, whatever. It counts as something. But that's not getting the fan base excited. Uh, you know, even me today, I posted the Yamamoto stuff, and one of the creatures goes, we need hitting. I'm like, yeah, duh, we need hitting. But, like, if you can get one of the best pitchers uh, coming to the game, like, let's get it done. Like, I know we need hitters. And You know, speaking of hitters, the 2022 NL batting champ got his car from Francisco Lindor, finally. A Ford Bronco. A nice color, too. Francisco Lindor got Jeff McNeil, his car, better late than never. And I think Francisco just had some time to sit and think about where the season went wrong. And he said, it was me. It was me. I didn't get Jeff the car I said I was going to get. Let's get that done. Jeff, what What would you like? What kind of whip you want? A Ford Bronco? That's it? You sure? You don't, you don't want a Maserati? A Lambo? A four, bro. <laughs> Jeff, you my kind of guy. Let's go get it right now, and I'll get you the special color. So shout out to Lindor and McNeil and, and the Mets for making it happen. Nick is in Mineola. What's up, Nick? You're on the fan. Hey, uh, so I want to start this conversation off with uh, how about them, Cowboys? How about them? Uh, yeah, and Jimmy Johnson finally getting into the uh, yeah, good. ring of honor. That's great. Why does Jerry Jones still look uncomfortable about it, though? Did you see that picture? Where like it's like he, Jerry just uh, he does not like him and he does not want this and I think that there was a certain point in time where he said never no ne Jimmy Johnson will never be honored here and now he's got to go back on that yeah well you know our owner doesn't even know what year it is apparently so who knows what's going on there anyway he uh, said it was 1923 when he'd be inducting him and it's really 2023 <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Uh, hopefully it brings good vibes and good energy because Jimmy won a championship with Dallas, and he might have won more, though the world may never know. Right. And the other thing I want to talk about is, is Dak. Um, you know, 
it's really unfortunate. He puts up all these stats and everything, but when it comes to the big game and when he's under pressure, is it safe to say but at this point in his career that Dak is whack? Yeah, you can say that. He you so the thing is like you've seen him fail in, in big moments. You you've seen him fail against good teams. You've seen him have nothing in the playoffs. You've seen him have nothing in these big games. Uh you've seen him turn the ball over. Right now we're still holding on to that 49ers game. That's three interceptions in that game. Out of nowhere, it just seemed like every uh, pass. Once he threw one, I think he threw one on on three straight drives. So, yeah, I understand the Dak haters. I understand the, the Dak supporters. I'm kind of down the middle with the guy until he does it in a big game. Like, if he wins the Eagles game, all right, credit. If he does it in a playoffs, cool. But, like, beating up on the Giants, beating up on the Panthers, it does, doesn't move me. Right, and the other thing, you know, is that, you know, before the season started, uh, Dak was saying, I want to have 10 interceptions this year. And, of course, in the big games, he gives up tons of interceptions, you know, the games that really matter. So it's like, dude, you're just not a big game quarterback, unfortunately. I, and I that's what you have to be, for, you know. That, like, if you're actually going to prove yourself and you're going to be one of the better quarterbacks, he's got six interceptions, he could still get to 10. Um, there, there's, big, there's bigger games on the horizon for the Dallas Cowboys. They have this nice, comfy stretch. Even watching the game Sunday – in the beginning, it was kind of slow. I'm like, hey, y- y'all got to cover. Pick it up. Pick it up. And I mean, the defense went to work. Um, but, like, I feel like they just kind of cakewalked in there. They they can't do that with the commanders on Thursday, short week. I think they'll be fine because the commanders are terrible. Um, but the Seahawks will challenge them. And then they got to face the Eagles at home. At least they have home cook in the next three weeks. They won't play uh, oh, another road game until they go to see the Buffalo Bills December 17th. And that's a big game right there. The Bills could could right their ship by then, and, and you've got a competitive game. Then you got to face the Dolphins. That that might be the fraud bowl of the century. Which one of these teams is more fraudulent? December 24th, Christmas Eve. Um, then the Lions. Like, it's going to get real. And D- Dak Prescott will have to prove himself or not. They're talking about MVP next to his name. We'll see how the uh, last few weeks of the season go. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, Dak's got to prove himself, um, and he's got everything he needs. He's got a great defense. He's you know, have a he's little got, better run game, well, but that's you know that's on Jerry Jones as well. Well, you know, that O-line is just another year older, right? Yeah, it's now or never. I mean, They're not going to hold up yeah. forever. Tyron Smith's not going to hold up. Zach Martin is getting older. He almost didn't come back until they had to pay him a little extra. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's now. I mean, Terrence Steele... Leaves a lot to be desired. Tyler Biotis has filled in well the last couple of years. It's now. This is the year that they should figure out how to get, I don't know, past the second round of the playoffs. That'd be nice. Yeah, it would. All right. Well, on the happy note, let's hope they get past the second round of the playoffs, and uh, I'll let you go. Thank you for the call. Thanks for the call, Nick. For the Dallas Cowboys fans that listen to me and expect me to be a delusional, hold up, hold up, we them boys. How about them? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Dallas fan because I've always been. I'm never going to change that. But I'm just not crazy. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going off of what I see. I, I'm, I know what I know. That's the other thing, too. Call me up. Any Cowboys fan. We go through the years. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for years. I've been watching them fail for a long time. I've been waiting for it. They failed through a bunch of different eras, you know. Romo's era, where you had Des Bryant and Jason Witten. You had really good players. DeMarco Murray. Couldn't get it done. Now here you are with Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard, Brandon Cooks is on this team. Stephen Gilmore is on this team. Trayvon Diggs goes down and Deron Bland emerges. 
Michael Parsons is a monster. He's going to get paid defensive player of the year type money. Let's see what they do down the stretch. Are they going to be fraudulent and fold down the stretch? The Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions, those are all going to be tests down the stretch before the playoffs. We'll know. We'll know. If the Cowboys come out clean through, let's say they win three out of those four games, then you got a good feeling about what they can do in the playoffs. Anything can happen any given Sunday, 877-337-6666. Kenny is on Staten Island. Kenny, you're on the fan. going on, Keith? What's up? What's up? Listen, with the Jets with Wilson, last year they set this guy. They basically said, listen, you're holding a clipboard for the rest of the season. And then Woody came out and said, we need a quarterback. He goes and gets the quarterback, and unfortunately the quarterback goes down. Wait, with that being said, let, me, let me stop you for a second. They didn't do that, though. He was inactive, and then Mike White got hurt, and they went yeah, back I understand to him. That. They should have just, yep. once he was inactive, but, no, the Strevler's the backup. Right, because then they ended up having to bench him for Straveler. But then the last game of the year, he didn't even play. They had Flacco playing against the Dolphins. Right, because he's not good enough to play. Yeah. So what I'm saying is he should have never been on the roster this year. Right, 100%. They made a huge mistake. They made a huge mistake, and I don't want to hear about oh, it's a salary cap hit. There's no such thing as a salary no, cap hit. Aaron Rodgers is friends with him. We all heard last year that they were text buddies, and he was telling Zach, be a kid, leave, get out of, get out of the facility on a Friday night, go have fun. But they should have never been on this roster. He basically, and I'm sick of hearing the Zach supporters saying it's the offensive line, it's the coaching. No, it's not. It starts you watch the All-22 tape. You know, once in a listen, a clock, a broken clock is right twice a day. And Zach right now is a broken clock, and he's never right. But he's been. Uh, exactly. He's no, He hasn't had one game where you were like, that was a clean game. Wow. He really no, did, never. and they let him down. They dropped passes. Uh, they, you know, they, there wasn't, like, there's, he's always yeah, at you fault. You look at the games. You look at the games where Mike White came in and lit it up. What about the game that Mike White started and got hurt against the Colts, and Josh Johnson came in and threw for 300 yards? The fact that Josh Johnson's name has come up in the last couple weeks is sad. I almost forgot that he was on the Jets. But, yeah, he was more effective as a quarterback wearing that green and white jersey than Zach Wilson. That's a journeyman. Like I said, and and once in a while, I know what the problem is with Zach. His footwork is horrible. He never steps into the pocket. When the rush is coming on, you see most good NFL quarterbacks, not even great quarterbacks. No, yeah, you got to step up. He's scared. He's, I don't know if he's scared to take a hit. Step into the pocket and release the ball, and he does not do that. There's How a, many times have we seen him chuck the ball into the dirt? Yeah, it, he's so ready to stone a play. That's his best play, stoning the ball, throwing it away or throwing it into the ground. There's so, a lot of paralysis by analysis where you could tell the kid's thinking too much. He's holding the ball. He's getting sacked. It's it's bad, and I don't know why. I don't. I, I like. I for the life of me, I can't understand you know, why the Jets great. did this so many times. I don't know how. He was great in college. Watch the film. Out of BYU, but he, he was, he's never been out of college for three years. He's, a, he's an NFL quarterback for three years and hasn't looked like an NFL quarterback. Not one game has he looked like an NFL quarterback. This Not is one it, game. A, a curious full, case. Complete game odd and you never like we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of it one day thanks for the call kenny because people are all wondering now okay now week 11 down 29 6 now you bench the kid now you pull the kid you've never seen quarterbacks get 
this many opportunities to not not just be average. Like he's he's not he's below average. Like in almost every metric, he's at the bottom of the league. I think I, I had a, a night when I came in here last year and I said out of 68 quarterbacks that got rated last year in the NFL, I think he was 59th. I don't know where he is now. And it doesn't matter. This is over. I hope it's over. I, I know he's got another year on his contract, but they got they to cut the nonsense. Cut him. It's not fair to the kid. It really isn't. This kid's got to be in, in, in a nightmare, you know? I hate to say I can kind of relate. You know, I I played, I was third string. And there was times when I would face the first string defense. I faced the first string in college. I faced the first string defense every day. Basically, I was at third as the third string quarterback. You're you're the scout team quarterback. And man, it's frustrating when you can't move the ball. It's frustrating when you can't read the defense. It's frustrating when you can't get some plays off. But like, I mean, I always knew I could run. I could always I could always dip out and, and and get a couple yards with my legs. He's scared to do that. And he's got a cannon arm. That's the thing, too. There's guys with that wish they had his arm strength. His arm is neutralized by his brain. And the Jets are at fault for this. They they flashed a video. I think Barstool put it up. And, like, in my Sunday football tweets, just drinking beers, kicking back, you know, watching the games and seeing what's coming from everything. Yeah, Barstool Sports had a had a video. What happened to this guy? Like he had some moxie. He had some swag in college. He seemed like he was about that life. The Jets happened to him. New York happened to him. And I say he needs to get out of New York, play for a smaller market team, be the backup for a little while somewhere else, learn west of the Mississippi, be like a Geno Smith. Spend a couple years somewhere else, a smaller market, hide for a little while. And then when your time comes, flash that athleticism. Like I can't even talk. Flash that athleticism. Flash that arm. Flash that moxie, that swag, that, that like, he's juking guys. He's he's hurtling guys. Like, you don't see that kid anymore, man. It's, uh, it's a crazy story. Number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, year three. He thought this was the year where he was going to get to fall into the background, and Aaron Rodgers would be the guy. Shame. Shame on the Jets. Smoked another season behind this kid. Unacceptable. 877-337-6666. We got one hour left. Call me up and join the show. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.